1: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. We get set for the Browns as they take on the Tampa Bay Bucs on Sunday. Also speaking of Bucs, Ohio State and Michigan on Saturday, but we're not going to talk about that here. Um, Daryl, we started this. Conversation before we went out of the podcast, and we were talking about a dome stadium or retractable stadium, which is what I've always wanted in this town. And you said, mm, "Don't think so." Why is the dome doomed?
2: Money, money, money. The, the the prices of of stadium construction are just like exploding across the country. Um, you know, the Buffalo Bills, it's one point two billion dollars to build an, a brand new open air stadium. Uh, down in Tennessee. Uh they're looking at close to uh two billion for the for the Titans for their dome. Um you you mentioned retractable roof. Well, that costs even more money than just a dome on top of that. So it it it's it's money. Um I I, I just
1: I actually don't think there's any way you would do you you almost have to go retractable for the return on investment i just again if you go back and build a new open air football stadium in cleveland okay mm-hmm. how many events are you going to have unless you're, you suddenly have an mls team that's in there or somebody else that can use the venue they just don't use the venue enough that venue needs to be used more often more days more hotel rooms more concessions more of everything
2: my if we prediction. would have had this
1: this for, the foresight when they built the stadium that we currently have, it would have been a lot cheaper and it would have made a lot more sense.
2: Well, back then, yeah. Um, and here here's here's the again the money issue. And let me explain why it's an issue. Remember when the Cavaliers asked for seventy million dollars to uh, uh, transform right and Quicken Loans Arena now Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, right right and there was a segment that just lost their minds. Okay, over that public contribution of 70 million, Uh, never mind that the Cavaliers were uh, splitting the cost and then ended up paying more on top of that because they wanted to do some other stuff. So they they covered overruns and and changes and stuff like that. The Guardians, progressive field, again, people unhappy, 200 million in in state, county and city tax money to. uh, refurbish that ballpark okay people not happy with that so two facilities getting 270 million dollars in public money and there's a lot of people unhappy that that complex now i would argue the gateway complex the ballpark and arena most significant economic impact on the city of cleveland in the last 50 years okay and you have to continue to maintain and and keep these buildings up to date and so to do that and extend the life of those buildings, it's costing the the, the public portion $270 million just for that complex alone, right?
1: Well, remember when you the Browns- a stadium, right?
2: 100%. Now you're talking $2 billion if you were to build a ballpark and arena complex today, brand new, you're talking 2 to $2.5 billion to do that today. So for as angry as people are, that $270 million in public money went to that complex or is going to go to that complex, right, uh, to keep these teams here. Well, what in the hell are people going to say if the Haslam's come out and say, yeah, we would like $2 billion, with a capital B to build a new dome uh, for the Cleveland Browns. It will get used year-round, but it, okay, you see what I'm saying? Now, depending what needs to come with that dome – That's like starting price, by the way. That's like going to the car dealership, you buy the basic model, and then if you want the options built in, the the price goes up and up and up. Same thing here with the stadium. And it's part of the reason the Browns are in the position they are with this stadium is because it was a bargain basement stadium as it was built. So much stuff got cut out of the initial design because of cost overruns. So now looking into the future well, they're, they're, they're pretty limited in what you can do with that building going forward. And, and when you look at the business of the national football league, and, and I hear this from Browns fans all the time, Andy, that that'll travel and go to other stadiums. And they say, man, the don't to your point, the domes, they love the domes around the league and wish the Browns had them because they're just so beautiful and nice and they're comfortable and all the amenities that those facilities have, et cetera, et cetera. But it comes down to the cost. Now, The Haslam's, quite frankly, can afford to build their own dome. They got a reported, or they're getting a reported $11 billion or so in that sale of Pilot Flying J to Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. So I, I could very easily sit here as we have this conversation and just say, hey, yeah, just build it yourself, Haslam's. That's your civic duty. You should build a dome for the Cleveland Browns to play in, whatever. But here's what happens now.
3: Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. Visit RosettaStone.com/rs10. That's fifty percent off, unlimited access to twenty-five language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your fifty percent off at RosettaStone.com/rs10 today.
2: If the Haslams were to do that, and and let's just say for the sake of this discussion, they were that they they say, you know what? The only public uh, assistance we're looking for is the infrastructure, you know, utilities, roads, high wall, that kind of stuff. Public handles that. We're going to build the dome, and we're going to pay for it. We'll pay for the stadium ourselves. And this is this happens in California all the time. It where, happened in
1: Columbus for nationwide too,
2: right? Because in California, they don't allow public money for stadiums, so the Rams had to build all those new stadiums and ballparks and arenas that are in the state of California that all those are private finance. The public contribution is just the infrastructure around those facilities. So, but what happens is now the Haslam's then will naturally ticket prices are going to go through the roof. Concession prices are going to go through the roof uh, and uh, amenity prices, whatever those might right, going to go through the roof. And then what happens? Browns fans are going to moan and complain that the, the ordinary Joe fan has been priced out of the new stadium right now. Keep in mind, the Haslams are not running a charity here. The Cleveland Browns are a multi-billion dollar business, along with the 32 other entities of the National Football League. So that is why I really feel like the Dome is dead. Because it's right now, and this is in 2022, we're having this conversation. So if it's $2 billion now, starting price tag for the base model Dome is $2 billion, what's it going to be? In three and four years down the road, when they actually begin the construction of said dome, you see what I'm saying. So that's the challenge that I think that the Haslam's have, and ultimately I think they're going to have to settle for. And I and I don't I don't mean that I'm not being snide or sarcastic, but I really feel like they're just going to have to settle for another over expensive renovation to First Energy Stadium to try and squeeze in some of these modern amenities because. A new stadium's a billion 2, two starting cost, just based off of what Buffalo's going to pay, right? And then if you want a roof over it, well, that's another eight hundred million dollars on top of that. Oh, and if you want anything else thrown into the package, any uh, you know deluxe options, well, that the price goes up and up and up. And then if you to your point about the retractable roof, and I'm team retractable roof too. I think that'd be great. Give the Browns a little home field advantage if they want to, you know, if they want to play in the cold or the snow or whatever. Great. You can close the roof and have uh, other events throughout the year. You're probably looking at $2.5 billion. And let's, again, just to throw scenarios out, let's say the Haslams say we'll go 50-50 on it, right? We'll pay for half of it. We need the the, the public investment to be the other half. So let's say it's $2 billion. Well, the public investment needs to be a $1 billion. Is there that kind of money in Northeast Ohio? I, I don't think so. I mean that respectfully, so that's why I Something really feel would be like taxed
1: something would have to get taxed to raise that something more would have to get taxed
2: so the more conversations I have with people about this situation the more i just i don't know that a dome's realistic I honestly believe for the betterment of the city uh it needs to be a dome or a retractable roof i just I don't know it's feasible and I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you building a brand new stadium makes no sense to me it makes no sense because what's the point of building something new without a roof on it? You're you're basically in the same boat that you're in with First Energy Stadium. So whatever structural uh, issues that they may uh, find as they go through these audits of of the stadium, you gotta fi- you know you're, you're gonna fix those, and you know that's gonna be it's like a house, right? You have a house that needs foundation work. That's probably the most expensive part of the project because you got to fix that uh, foundation work. Then once you get that done, then you're talking all the, the all the other, you know, stuff. Um, the the field clubs you see in these domes, right? Where there's at field level, there's yeah. a club there. There's people standing around. There's like suites. Uh, they look like suites at yeah. field level. So, I
1: wouldn't. I'm kind of surprised the new fields don't drop the field down so the suites can be.
2: Right. Well the, well the most like thing produce
1: is, ba- is it produce basketball? Well, the reason they
2: don't do football. that is because of people in the way. Because remember when the arena opened in ninety-four? Yeah. They had that situation. They actually had to build up the basketball floor because the people sitting in the first row couldn't see what was going on. <laughs> so they had yeah, to Yes, so you know what
1: I'm well, saying is, and they did this at Ohio Stadium, they dropped yeah. the field. And like I yeah. like I would think that new fields are going to get dropped.
2: Well, it's so so you far, can have
1: that first row of suites, it's probably about five to seven feet. Higher than the field yeah. and so yeah. rather than seats you'd have you know you'd have like a like a raised area there That's
2: but when you it. look at first energy stadium it's half a service level it goes from the uh northeast corner of the dog pound wraps mm-hmm. around the lake you know north side lakeside comes around to the west side and then it terminates when you get to the the, the southwest side there right so it's only half a service level. Um, on the north side of the stadium, that's all the stadium support stuff. That's the, the for television trucks and broad, broadcast and and delivery. All 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 those things. That's the north side of the stadium. Yeah. The western side of the stadium is where all the locker rooms are, and where the Browns would really love to put a field club on that west side. Guess what? They blow out if they put a club in there. The Browns locker, locker
1: room. Yeah, they have to put the locker rooms
2: <laughs> So there's all these inherent issues, and then. Can you dig out the, the southern side of the stadium and underpin that? And again, that's hundreds of millions of dollars to do so. And you've
1: got like structural that. issues there too on right. a landfill. Let's not forget, this is all built on garbage.
2: It's, it's man made land. I, I call it man made land. Um, it's garbage. But it so that that is all those issues, what the Browns, the city of Cleveland, county state when it gets to that that level that's what they're going to be wrestling with that's a lot of stuff and there are no easy answers other than it's going to cost a ton of money so unless unless the haslam's are very very generous people and they are willing to spend a, a billion or two out of their own pockets to build the thing while at the same time keeping the ticket Costs in that down where they are now, right? And let it be right. a loss leader for them financially. I just I don't see it happening because if they do it themselves, if they pay for it themselves, and they raise the, and I understand why fans get upset about the the, the ticket prices being raised, mostly because the product on the field has not coincided with the the raises, right? People I think will pay premium dollars to see a premium product uh, on the field. But I, I just I, I feel like they're in a tough spot uh financially. Um and when you're talking about going through all of these scenarios. So I'd like to see a dome. I think they need a dome, whether it's retractable or not. I just from a financial standpoint, and again, things are gonna get more expensive as we get down the road. I just no, I don't right. see I don't you're see right. a path for it to happen. I really don't. I hope I'm wrong. I don't down mean to. Be, we'll see what happens down there. I don't mean to be Mr. Doom and Gloom on the dome.
1: That's all right. We said it was a domed doomed stadium. So but, that's what uh, it feels like in this in this podcast. Who knows, somewhere down the road maybe it'll change. Daryl have a fantastic a little, what sorry, go ahead. just on. trying Finish. to bring
2: a little realism to things. I just keep it real. I hear you. Unfortunately, when I keep it real, it's never good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I want you to keep it real while you're eating turkey. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our fabulous producer Meredith Kane. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll be back with you for post game on Sunday after the Browns take on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Daryl, happy Thanksgiving to you.
2: Happy Thanksgiving to you, Andy, and all of our uh, listeners out there. We appreciate you more than you know. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for the uh, the stars and the ratings and all those things, and hope you're able to celebrate the holiday safely with uh, your family. And friends.
1: It's always game day. In-